You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. Hello, we are back for another after show at AfterBuzz TV for Heart of Dixie. It is season two, episode 21, I'm Moving On. So this was a dramatic episode, so we're going to break it down a little bit. A lot happened, but Whitney Lane is not here, so I am. It's Paige Sullivan. I am back again, and I am joined by my co-host as always. Hi, I'm Christine Archer. Hi, guys. It's Michelle Renee. And so today was all about relationships, kind of. Everybody's relationships, whether it was family relationships... You know, romantic relationships, new relationships. It was kind of all over the place. I feel like there's a lot of people we had to pay attention to this episode. Good for some and bad for some. Yeah, so I guess we'll start off with Zoe because that's where we kind of started. They jumped right into it. She got right into apologizing to George with the mind eraser, which I thought was pretty funny. What was it? Vodka and coffee liqueur? It sounded terrible to me. And it looked like she had some, like, tonic water or something, too. What's well, called the mind eraser? I don't think it's supposed to taste good. That's true. I guess not. Just supposed to get the job done. Like nine. So was she trying to erase her mind or his? His. Oh, oh his. Oh, both. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe <laughs> I both. Think both. But that was ballsy of her. I don't know if I would have done that. Exactly. That's what I wrote down. Like for her to come back, I think I would have personally just tried to avoid the person mm-hmm. and just stay as far away. But she went right back the next morning. And just like good George, that we know and love, he kind of just accepts her apology and moves forward from it. Would you have? I I didn't expect that. I mean, he kind of flipped out the night before, and now he's all like, whatever, it's fine. He, like, freaked out, but at the same time, I feel like their relationship is at the point, like, this has happened so many times that it's not even worth making a big deal out of anymore. It's kind of just, like, one more check. Yeah, well, I feel like we all have those. You know, what Zoe did is almost like everybody else's drunk text. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? What you would do when you're missing an ex and you're having a really bad night, and you, you say it, and then you want to take it back immediately. I feel like that's what she did. And she's taking it back the next morning. So I think George is just brushing it off. But um, so now she's decided to online date. And I really don't know if that's going to be effective in Bluebell. Can we talk about um, what was her like online dating name? Let's get a physical. Let's get a physical. Good job, Zoe. Nice, yeah. nice work on that one. Now, um, of course, Meatball is like the guy who shows up at the bar. I, I think we saw a picture before. And actually, maybe that wasn't Meatball. But... Uh, he apparently had a bunch of different online dating profiles. Is that what happened? He was lying on all of them. Yeah. Vanderbilt. He's like, I've heard of Vanderbilt before. It's a real place. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's silly to date in such a small yeah. town. When I, when they said online dating, I'm thinking maybe surrounding areas. Fillmore. Yeah. Mobile. But then it the show made it seem like the online dating pool was only within Bluebell. And, I mean, we did see a few, like, other characters that they just brought in and out, obviously, with mm-hmm. her being like, I went on a date with one guy that I'm trying to get over and another one that I already got over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I guess it worked. 
refer to that. But okay. it's also like, wouldn't you think that, I don't know, if I was Zoe and I went on this online dating site and knew the guy was from Bluebell and like, you mm-hmm. know, Vanderbilt grad, like, seems like very ideal guy. Wouldn't you wonder, like, who is this guy and why haven't I seen him before? Mm-hmm. I, I do. And I'm also kind of shocked that that we talked about this a lot last week, especially with our guest. Uh, you know, Jonah was completely gone. He's not even there this episode. And we kind of thought maybe something would brew between them before the end of the season. Now I'm thinking, especially after watching the preview, that that is out of the question. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was weird to see her jump right into online dating and really trying to move forward past these relationships. I don't know if it was a move past or just to kind of put a Band-Aid on the Distract herself. Woman. Yeah, because she seemed very desperate, not only with the online dating, but then later in the episode when she's trying to make things work with Max's father. Ugh. It just seemed like a cry for help. Yeah, she's just Poor, sad. Yeah. She's down on herself, down on luck. Well, I mean, it was interesting to see, and then we have Rose helping her fix up her profile or whatever, and that's all fine and well. I just didn't really see it working, which... As we see, it doesn't really work out for her. But it does kind of get the ball rolling on another relationship, which didn't really have a great outcome at the end of this episode, which was George and Tansy. And so Tansy, I agree. I think I'd be really mad if I found out that Zoe had confessed her love again and then came over to apologize the next morning. I mean, especially where you live. I mean, she lives on that boat now, and Zoe keeps coming there. Mm -hmm. I just... I agree, and I think... I don't know. It's happened so many times at this point that I think even if George is continuing to tell Tansy, like, I don't care about Zoe, like, I'm in love with you, whatever, I think that it's just, like, if if this is the case and why is Zoe continuing to come back, like, she must be getting some sort of signal from George, or at least that's what I would think if I was Tansy, personally. Yeah. She said something about, I've ignored all the signs, I've ignored all the things that have upset me. Prior to this, I don't think there was anything that she really had the right to be upset about. Them bonding over the New York Times. I mean, that's something two people... I'm sure her and Jonah would have had the same conversation, you know, and it wouldn't have affected Tansy. Things like that, I think Tansy, like she said, she kind of makes a mountain out of a molehill sometimes. But this would definitely rub me the wrong way. And so she decides to get their stars read and all of that. Do you guys believe in any of that stuff? No, I don't. Like, do you read your horoscopes? Like, I don't even do that. I mean, I do for fun, but I'm not going to base my life decisions off of mm-hmm. anything related to astrology. Because as we see, I mean, Wanda obviously seriously believes in it. And now Tansy's kind of, I, I don't necessarily think Tansy believes in it. I think she's like clinging to it. Yeah. I agree. I think she was just looking for any sort of excuse to be like, we're not compatible compatible, or to force them like to fix the things that she thinks are wrong with their relationship in order to make them compatible. But it was silly to me. It almost made me feel like, why is George with her when she's so eccentric and so weird and so over the top? Like, I know Zoe's over the top and weird and goofy, but I feel like this, if if my significant other was like, well, we're meant to be together, and I, I threw out all your clothes, and because then I knew you were going to get mad, but it's okay because our stars were red, I'd be like, yeah. No. No. She's yeah. like turning into crazy Shelby. Although Shelby's come down a little, thank God. She, when she was with George. She, she was a little crazy. A but I feel like we know Tansy's crazy from what we've seen of her in the past. And now it's just, it was coming back out. I feel like some of it's justified, but some of it's not. But, I mean, it keeps going where they're trying to prove themselves. And George keeps telling her, you know, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. And at the end, after Zoe pops up and they get into that little fight, which was kind of silly. I mean, I don't... I think Tansy has a right to be mad at Zoe. I just don't necessarily know if she has the right to demand that George moves. Yeah. I think she should have been mad at Zoe. Yeah. If I were in that situation, I'm sure I would be too. But I don't understand why she got, why was she was so angry with uh, George. Like, I don't. 
He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't wrong. do anything. And her being so insecure is actually going to be, I mean, I guess we see, but that's more so what would cause them to break up, not the fact that he actually likes Zoe. So I don't get why she doesn't understand that. I kind of get it, though. I mean, if you, like, try to put yourself in that position and if your boyfriend was constantly having this other girl come to him and be like, like, I still want to be with you, like, please leave your girlfriend for me, like, if it continues to happen, and this was also the girl that he left his ex-fiance of 15 years at for the altar, at the altar, I'm sorry, I can't talk, um... I just, I don't know. I kind of get where Tansy's coming from, I think, even though George didn't actively do anything in this case. But like I said, this is the first time Zoe's said, I'm in love with you still. You're the guy for me. I want to be with you. This is the first time she's outwardly said that and there's been confirmation of her feelings for George or what she thinks are feelings for George. And so, yes, like, I agree, Michelle. She can be mad at Zoe all she wants, but I don't get why I feel like people say this even in cheating things. You know, you're always mad at the other girl and never mad at the person who did it. Well, in this case, she's mad at George for something Zoe did. Yeah. You know? And, and George cannot control another person. But at the same time, he shouldn't uproot his life, move his work, his his friends, his family, all so she feels more, more secure in their relationship. I think she's probably, uh, to address the first part at least, I think she's probably just trying to push him away before he has the chance chance to push her away maybe. Um, and I don't know. I mean, she obviously doesn't want to see George end up with Zoe. And I think maybe if she sabotages the relationship by basically giving him this ultimatum that she probably knows he isn't going to take, then at least it's kind of on her versus him saying, like, you know, I actually do have feelings for Zoe and I'm going to leave you for her. See, I didn't see it as like, I know, I didn't see her as her sabotaging it. I honestly think she thought George would go with her. I don't think it was a, an ultimatum. I think it was, why don't we do that? Like, that would be so much easier for the both both of us. I would be happy. You'd be happy. I, I didn't really see it as a sabotage as, as much as, like, what Wade did was. Yeah. I don't know. We will see next episode, I guess. Well, so we're assuming they broke up. Yeah. It seems like it. I mean, George didn't really say we're not together, but in the state he's in, which makes you see that he obviously cared very deeply for for her, and he's upset by the fact that they're not together right now. Do you think this is the last we will see of Tansy, though? I don't think so. I mean, I will get to this later in predictions, but obviously we see something come back up with George and Zoe next episode and Wade as well. Um, but I don't think it's the last that we'll see of Tansy, no. No. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess we'll jump into the next relationship. I feel like there's so many. Why don't we touch base real quickly on Levon and Annabeth, just because that was a little more lighthearted and less, you know, annoying, I guess, um, relationship-wise. I feel like there was so much drama, which Max's dad says it's just drama. But Levon and the Fillmore mayor are battling it out over a mall and a dump, so Annabeth kind of takes control. And this is where the time thing comes in for me again, like how long have they been together that she feels confident enough to, to butt into his work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. She seems like, yeah, she's taking on a very, like, wifely. Wifey. That's a word. I might have just made that up. <laughs> but, yeah, Wifey. the role of his wife, um, which, yeah, it's kind of strange. I don't know. I mean, this whole thing, we don't see them as much as we see a lot of the other couples in the show, I feel like. And so, for me, it's kind of just coming out of nowhere. But, I, yeah, I don't. it's hard to tell how long it's really actually been since they first yeah, got together. Because I feel like the first initial dates and stuff where they were, they didn't really get that chance to date and then become a couple you know what I mean they like thrust themselves into it after lemon like gave her permission but most couples I feel like go through that honeymoon stage and then they go through the super committed stage or the board stage or whatever it is but I feel like they jumped right into marriage 
Yeah, they yeah. did. Um, the other weird thing for me is that I feel like with them, ever since they've gotten together, they've kind of they we haven't really seen them interact with everyone else as much, which has also been kind of weird. Like mm-hmm. Levon was all over the place at first, and he was you know with Zoe all the time and just with everyone, and now all of a sudden it's only Levon and Annabeth, which I don't necessarily know that I like. Do you guys feel that way too? Now that you say something, I do. Yeah, I feel like that. that's happening. I don't know if I really have strong feelings about it, but I feel like that is kind of true to relationships, though. I feel like when you're in a new relationship, you spend a lot of time together and you kind of ignore the the people around. Not ignore them, you know, but you're so focused on your relationship that you forget to involve yourselves with your friends and your family and um, outside activities. So maybe it's just, like I said, I don't know how long they've been together at this point. So maybe it's just they're still very into each other. Yeah. Because even last week... They were, like, trying to stay out of the Rammer Jammer and do things on their own outside of what everybody else was doing. Yeah. Maybe they're just throwing caught. No, that's not the right term. But maybe they're just being very cautious since they see how much drama is involved in the other relationships in town. So they're just kind of trying to keep theirs separate. So. Low-key. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I mean, I, I, think I, I think they complement each other well, though. I think... As we were saying, maybe this will be, outside of Tom and Wanda, will be the stable couple for a while, the happy couple, because they're not the main characters in the show, so maybe it'll be the happy people, (laughs) like the always happy people. You guys, oh, sorry, go ahead. Their relationship is very, I guess, like, comedy or, like, Mm sitcom-like, and the fact that they have a, like, fight and resolution within one episode. Like, every episode you see them have a little spat and then they make up. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, everyone else's relationships kind of, like, have been overarching throughout different episodes. Yeah. It's like a roller coaster. So, yeah, it seems like they're kind of the comedic relief, maybe, or kind of the... The lesson to be learned each episode. the, like, sigh of relief for relationships Mm -hmm. within each episode. You know what kind of gets me? This is just more related to Levon, not necessarily their relationship, but... It seems like there are a lot, I don't know, throughout the past couple of months, we've seen a lot of issues with the Fillmore Mayor and LaVon, but it's always just, like, one thing here, one thing there. It's not, like, really, I, I don't know, I just feel like it's almost kind of random every time that they throw these problems in, and it's not really leading it to anything. Well, maybe it is. I mean, we were, somebody said in predictions, like, maybe the towns will be combined, maybe this, you know, who knows? Maybe that'll be the way for season three, which we've been picked up for, good news, will combine with, not combine with Fillmore, but incorporate more Fillmore characters yeah. and, you know, to make the cast a little larger, to bring in new faces, keep it fresh, because um, like we were saying, even with the online dating, there's not a lot of people to go around unless you're looking outside of Bluebell. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like, I mean, then again, there's shows like Friends that literally circle around six people and it's fine. So, I mean, maybe they'll keep it just the cast that they have now. So, who knows? But maybe that's what it's leading to. It could be. But so they just, you know, resolve the dump and the fireworks, which shows Annabeth is just like Lemon, and she's kind of, you know, manipulative and kind of conniving, which, you know, it was fine. I mean, that was the funny part, I guess. Like you were saying, they're like the comedic relief of the episode. But being like Lemon, Lemon and Wade are having issues with the bar. And who do you think was right? Do you think they should have gone ahead and hired that first guy? Do you think he's going to be a guy for Lemon, by the way? No. No, you just thought it was a flirtatious thing? Flirtatious. He was cute, though. He was cute. I kind of wish they would bring him in for Lemon. Because now, I know we were talking about Lemon and Wade a lot last week, but now I didn't really see any of that this week. No. I agree. I didn't really see a lot. I mean, like... I kind of did. When they were um, having drinks together towards the end of the episode. Yeah. You know, that's very... 
coupley, flirty, and mm-hmm. they seem to be having like a good time with each other. And mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, that was an indication of what may be to come, which I think would be fun to see. But who knows? But so their bar is falling apart, basically. Literally. Literally. <laughs> and they have no money because Wade let them get robbed. And so now <laughs> Lemon is trying to. I think it's funny that Lemon's trying to come up with all this money. And where's Wade? Like, Wade's not. This is when I was thinking that money that his dad had buried. Is that where this mm-hmm. is coming in? Sure, Are they going to yeah. use that money? But apparently not. Um and so we see her go to her dad, who is very willing to give her money. Do you think it was appropriate for Shelby to not, to, to have a say in that? No. I don't either. I agree. I think she jumped in a little too much. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like, especially knowing kind of how Lemon and Magnolia both feel about her, she should be very cautious in general. Um, and to just kind of get in there and, like, A, give her opinion, but then also expect Brick just to like go with what she's saying, and I don't yeah, know. I when she said you undermined me as a fiance, right. you're a team, not a ruler of right. the kingdom. Exactly. Yeah. That was yeah. That was kind of weird for me. But. Yeah, he made the comment like we're married now or we're engaged now, so like you have a say in the girls' lives. But I don't no. think that a marriage or an engagement necessarily makes a step parent. No. have authority over you. It's the relationship that you build with them. So she's going to have to build an, a relationship with Magnolia and um, yeah. Lemon before she can be expected to like I agree. boss them around. Because I, my parents are divorced and both of my parents, my mom has been with the same person for 10 years and he has never once told me what the rules were, what I can and can't do. I mean, I think he expressed, I know he expresses his opinions to my mother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have that conversation. And I'm sure he's a big part in her decision making. But never once has he come to me and said that. And I wouldn't want him to. I think, like you were saying, just because you are a fiance or a wife doesn't make you a mom or a mother. Especially whereas Lemon and her are the same age. Mm-hmm. And Shelby is in loads of debt. So who is she to give anybody advice on anyone. money or business at yeah, all. And she's telling Brick what to do with his money. They don't have a joint bank account. I mean, I don't think they do. It's his money to spend. If he wants to spend it on his daughter, then you need to zip your lip. Exactly. I mean, I think that's something that really annoyed me this episode. Even with the Magnolia thing when she's like, okay, I'll go fix it. Magnolia! And she's like going to go make her take her nose ring out. I would, If I were Magnolia, I'd be like, absolutely not. You know, yeah. you're not my mother. I'm not going to bow down to you because my father put a ring on your finger. I just don't think... I feel like that's a big thing, especially when you're younger. Parents like the evil stepmom, you know, mm-hmm. like in movies and stuff. Um, and I don't necessarily think Shelby's evil, but I don't think she has that right. And I don't... I, I'm surprised she jumped so quickly into that role. I agree. Because at first she wanted to be their friend. I also... I looked it up. Fun fact. Um, Jamie King in real life, 34 years old. Laura Bell Bundy, 32, which is kind of ridiculous yeah, right? when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, we knew that they were close in age, but to, like... And granted, that's obviously not how old their characters are in the show, but nonetheless, like... But you, you figure just they're, don't... You're close, they're close in age. I mean, she dated George originally. Right. And George and Lemon are the same age, so... I mean... Yeah. But her relationship with Brick is making her a lot more mature. I like her a lot yeah, better. Yeah, I, I, I do. I agree. She's... She... I don't know. She and also her look has been toned down. Like this episode, she looked really cute, and her outfit wasn't so bluebell over the top, mm-hmm. colorful, yeah. floral. Um, but I feel like also, I mean, every season their wardrobes change, but this this season for sure, everybody's has evolved a bit. And Lemon's nails, have you seen those things? They're like claws. Just stiletto nails. <laughs> yeah, but they're like crazy stiletto nails. They're really long. And I remember, I think George was saying, or somebody was saying that they let them do, they didn't originally get to do that. 
and like Magnolia got to put streaks oh, in her hair. Saying, Somebody yeah, was purple, saying that. Yeah, Claudia was saying she got to put purple streaks in her yeah, hair. Yeah, and so there's like a lot more they're letting them do on set now. So, I mean, I just didn't think it was appropriate for Shelby to say you can't give her that loan. And I'm kind of, if I were Lemon, I would be really offended. But I guess it is good that she's trying to stand up on her own feet. What did you think about her asking Levon? Well, not asking Levon, but turning him down when he offered. I wasn't surprised. I mean, I think her relationship with Levon is already kind of rocky enough as it is, given the whole love triangle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't surprised at all. No. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have an opinion on that. No. <laughs> well, I just thought it, that part. <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny because she... You know, obviously, you could kind of see a glimpse of hurt in her eyes when he asked her why. And she was like, I, you know, she didn't want to say, you know, like, we used to be in, I loved you. I can't take your money. You're with my best friend. You know, there's this whole web of things that hasn't really been addressed in regards to that. And I'm sure there's still a lot of hurt in Lemon's heart from LeVon. But I like to see that he no longer has hatreds towards her because for a long time he was very angry at Lemon. And so it was nice to see him stepping up and offering the money. Um, but in turn, he decides to rally the troops of Bluebell and fix the whole rammer jammer, which I just think is like so silly. I mean, it's a typical Bluebell thing, but it's like, you guys don't have any of the, the stuff you need. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, none of you are probably equipped to do any of this work. Somebody was bringing in food with them. It's more just like a party, a town Social party. gathering. Mm-hmm. I mean, they go to the rammer jammer anyways. I guess they had to have somewhere to go that night after prom. You know what? I'm confused. Um, So Wade was like when the construction guy or the contractor was there, whatever his name is, um, and was holding up the beam. and The the one who robbed them. Right, the one who robbed them. And then so Wade gets up on the ladder and then next time we see him, he's in his kitchen. Like, I don't understand because the, the guy was like, if you let this go, like, the, every wall I think the guy was down. lying to him, though. Oh, sorry. Duh. That's probably I think, but, true. But, yeah. then, but then Wade still stayed there for a really long time. And I'm sure then eventually he just, like, let go to see what would happen. What happened, I mean, yeah. his arms must have got tired. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I wouldn't have been surprised if it would have fallen down because that place is a mess. Yeah, I'm wondering, do you think it's going to be any different, though, now? I mean, I guess they're opening that room for events, but... Maybe next week we'll come back and the Rammer Jammer will have, like, a new look. We'll yeah. see. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But that was an interesting dynamic. I kind of liked how they tied in, you know, what was happening with Lemon and Wade to the Brick and Shelby thing. Um, and Brick and Shelby are analyzing their relationship and Brick is mad at her, uh, which I think is rightfully slow. Or maybe not mad. He's hurt and he, he lost trust. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a normal reaction, but the normal reaction wouldn't be to say, let's get married tomorrow. He's old. He's He's got to get to it. And he did just have a brain tumor. Maybe he's just like, live a life. He did. spontaneous. I was going to say it, but I was like, I can't say that. I can't say YOLO. Uh, Yeah. All I kept thinking was, like you were saying, it's his money. Was he getting a prenup? Because this girl's got debt and he's got... buying shoes online and purses. Yeah. She doesn't even have the money for her. That's what I'm wondering. Like, next season, is she going to put Brick in a hole? Like, he's not going to have any money left? I don't know. I'm sure Lemon will not allow that to happen. You think she's going to stop it? Lemon has no money either. Oh, you mean... I'm sure she'll be like, you need to get a prenup or... But I don't think they're going to tell them. That they're getting married? Hmm. Which also... she did. No, 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 that they're getting married, like, tomorrow. Oh, 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 okay. That, that's what I mean. And also, I, I'm i glad they finally told Magnolia and, you know, Lemon about everything that happened, but they were less mad than I thought mm-hmm. they'd be. Or or they weren't even sad, you know, to think about you had a tumor, it was 
it was very that's true yeah that that kind of makes me mad because i feel like this was the first real thing like in blue ball that was kind of a serious issue and they just kind of like blew over it like it was one episode it was like the event of that episode because we have you know an event every episode on heart of dixie and to just kind of like be like oh yeah it was resolved that's that I don't know. I feel like that should have been something that they focused on a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And Not even th- this episode, it was kind of just like, oh, I don't have a tumor. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, you did have a tumor. They took it out of your head. It's like they knew they needed some sort of conclusion to it, so they just like threw that in there just so the audience would know that it was at least addressed, but then wasn't really elaborated on at all, which is kind of weird. But It was very strange. That was strange. I don't know. We'll see. Well, everyone should go to iTunes and let us know what you guys think about all of the relationships on the show and if you have any predictions for the season finale, which is next week. Um, and make sure to rate and comment and tell a friend and let us know what you think. Um, and also, we're streaming now, yes? Yes. So make sure to check that out and check out our app. Um, and yeah, so go ahead and do it. We're streaming on iPods, iPads, and Androids. And Androids, Androids. like all mobile devices now. Perfect. So you can awesome. take us on the go with you. Lucky you guys. <laughs> Here, let's talk about Heart of Dixie. My family would be like, shut her up. <laughs> no, I think, so we'll get into this, I guess, now, is everything kind of revolved around prom, and so I was happy to see Rose again, and Magnolia. Yeah. We haven't seen them in a really long time, and so Rose is still with Max, and they're going to prom, and so we touched briefly on it, that Zoe went on a blind date with Max's dad. Did you ever see that working from the get-go? Because I did not. Absolutely not. That was weird. Mm, no. I don't know. It, it was like just like, old. it seemed yeah, like it was weird, right? a serial killer. Yes. That's what, I was getting like a creepy vibe from yeah. him. Like a creep vibe. I just thought it was boring. I didn't really get a serial killer <laughs> vibe, but I don't know. He just kind of sucked from the get-go. Yeah. And we missed a part because something with our TV and DVR was like, I don't know if this happened to all of the West Coast watching Heart of Dixie, but it like froze and then like was like, like halfway through a commercial. Fast forward halfway through a commercial. So we missed whatever she said to his dad. Um, but we're assuming it was along the lines. Well, she was saying, I want to date an adult. And from what we got from the next part of the episode was that he thinks she's too much drama. And really, Zoe, you, you have been a lot of drama lately. Yeah. Like, she's been just too much. She has been, but I don't think it's completely her fault. No? I mean, if she were in a relationship with an older man, like, that's more mature and has kids and stuff, she wouldn't have that much drama in her life. That's but true. she has drama because she's dealing with Wade and he's cheating on her and, yeah. you know, so it's, I don't know. Some of it, though, she created herself, you yes. know. I mean, going to George's house and causing the issue with Tansy. And the reason we found out there was something about drama between Max the statement we missed between Max's dad and Zoe uh, was because he said drama when he she was fighting with Tansy. And I thought it was really inappropriate that there was adults fighting at a prom. And so did the kids, apparently, because they were all stunned by what was happening. But do you, if you were Tansy, would you have confronted her? Because I don't know if I would have okay, well, the way I, she did it. If I were Tansy, I probably wouldn't have gotten drunk at a high school prom, number one. Well, that's Magnolia. That's Magnolia. Oh, that's true. I forgot you. She spiked the punch. I did there forget were, about that. There were no thought, repercussions for her like spiking the punch. That never was a side storyline of her getting no. kicked out of school or anything. She's she a She just spiked it she and She can do what she off. wants. Well, because the only person acting a fool who can't handle her liquor is Tansy, <laughs> apparently. I would have definitely confronted Zoe, but I would have done prom? so... No, I would have done so prior to prom. Like, mm-hmm. the first second that it happened, I would have been like, look, we need to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's she her f- phone number? Like, yeah. call her back. Over here. I don't know if Tansy's phone. She needed some liquid courage in order yeah. to confront her. Yeah. And Tansy definitely seems like that, you know, 
trailer park girl that's going to be ready to, you know. Throw down. Yeah, if she needs to. So Yeah. And then Zoe was taking the whole role of, like, not a victim, but just kind of like, you're right, I'm a horrible person. Like, I'm so bad. That is the last thing I want to hear when I'm fighting with somebody, when they're like, you're right, you're right, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm the worst. It's like, shut up, let me tell you why you're the worst, and then we'll go on with this conversation. Yeah. But, um... I thought it was just weird that they had the fight at prom. I kind of wish it happened, like, later at the Rammer Jammer or something like that. But that did lead into the Zoe, I mean, the George and Tansy fight. fight and fight, do you fight. think she's, see, here's my question. She's drunk, right? And she asked these things. So is it really a fi- official? Like, is she going to have remorse in the morning or regret that decision? I mean. Drunk heart speaks to sober mind. I agree with that. Yeah, but so. but the sober mind is probably going to be really sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably will be. The next day. <laughs> Probably. George is very sad. Which he was not that sad even when Zoe was like, I don't think we should date. I think you need to date other people. I think I need to date other people. And he didn't really take it very hard at all. But this he seems to be taking pretty hard. I think George wanted to believe that he could move on from Zoe. Do you guys think he has or no? No. No, No. especially watching next week's preview. I don't think so. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, and I don't know, I guess we'll get into this later, but seeing the preview for me at least almost just made me think that if he's upset about Tansy, he might just be running to Zoe as someone to... Talk to. Well, whatever. To Sleep with. Both. All of the above. <laughs> I think he's very uncertain about how he feels about Zoe, but I think that in the back of his mind, he knows that he'll be cheating himself if he never gives their relationship a try. Th- a try. So I just think that she's always in the back of his head. And not to say that he doesn't like Tansy a lot. I'm sure he does. But I think he's still just curious as to what a relationship with right. Zoe would be like. It's one of those things, though, you know, he obviously was very happy with Tansy. So it's like, for him, I wonder if it, he's, it's a thought where, you know, I'm happy. Do I want to give this up for something that might not work? You know, it didn't really work the first time around. What are the chances it's going to work now? But... I mean, there's just a whole mess of things, and I feel like we're we came full circle from the first season because now Zoe is drunk and asking just to sleep with Wade, mm-hmm. and that's what Wade wanted from the get go from her yeah. was just to sleep with her before he stepped, like found he had feelings for her and whatnot. And I I think I thought this at first when we came back from break and they were just like friends. I was like, wait, where's the like angry sex? You know the. The re- you regret it, but you call them anyways, and you do it because you miss them. And and it happened. It's just, like, so far away from the breakup. And she claims she's moved on. Do you think it's just that he literally was available to her? And she knew he would do it? I don't think it's that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it is a little weird that it's been a while since they broke up, but... I think she was just very upset by the whole situation at first that she was, I don't know, I think she was angry enough that she wasn't going to put herself back into that situation. But now she's kind of like, like you said, she made this huge scene where she's like, I am screwed up. Like I'm doing all these things to mess up other people's relationships. And I think she's just, I think now she's getting to the point of being angry and he's, yeah, just there. And yeah. And and maybe it's the only other person she's, she's, it's the only person she's had sex with in town. So it's just kind of familiar territory. Another check on the list once again. Yeah, I don't know. I just found it very... It was not Zoe-like to just be like, come to bed with me. Don't talk. Just let's go to bed. It's very Wade-like to acquiesce, but I would have loved for him to have been like... Yeah, Yeah. to be like, let's just talk or let me cuddle you or something. Maybe they didn't, though. He hangs the tool belt on the freaking, like, 
post yeah. or whatever. That's an indication. Carrot. It's just like the tie on the door. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> don't and like, come don't in. come in, please. Wade's inside. <laughs> Occupied. I'm holding out privacy, that maybe he just put her to bed. And- I hope he would do that. But then again, why would he stay in the bed? I mean, I just wish right then and there he would have said, Zoe, you're drunk and this is not going to fix mm-hmm. your problem. But that would have been boring. So then we wouldn't have known but what then, happened. So, so then is Wade really just that guy who cares about sex and he would never really loved Zoe? Or did he? I mean, that's where I'm at because it, he sees her hurting and he's just going to sleep with her, which he knows isn't going to end well. Maybe. Unless he's just an idiot and he thinks it will end well. Yeah, I was going to say maybe he thinks this is just like another way, yeah, to get a foot in the door again and to get back together with her. And at least it's something. It's better than nothing in his mind, maybe. It's a very, like, girl move, I feel like. But, I mean, in this case, if she's the one kind of. desperation kind of. Right, yeah. She's the one almost taking on, like, the guy mentality. Just being like, just sleep with me. Don't even open your mouth. Like, I don't want to hear you talk. (laughs) No speaking. Yeah, no speaking. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And maybe he feels like it's his way to... Because he knows he overheard the conversation between... Um, Tansy. Tansy and... Wanda. Wanda in the mm-hmm. bar. So he knows that she's maybe rekindling those feelings for George. So maybe he's thinking, like, okay, I need to get back in there any way I can mm-hmm. before it's too late. And she's with George. Yeah. Which, I mean, be. at the time, he I guess he doesn't know about Tansy and George, but... Well, no, I don't... No. Uh, I mean, he would have seen him at the Rammer Jammer when they were fixing uh, it up. Yeah. But I don't think George would really confide in me yeah. about that. It didn't seem like he went to talk about it. He just wanted to be quiet about yeah. everything. Um, and for anybody else, they might just think they had a fight or something like that. You never know. Uh, but so this episode really was full of relationship drama between all sorts of people. And I'm kind of hoping next week's the season finale, correct? And mm-hmm. so this is all going to come to a head and all kind of either blow up or leave us hanging for next season. So... Speaking of next season, that's news and gossip. So why don't we get into some news and gossip? All righty. Um, for your news and gossip. So Jamie King's birthday was last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. She turned 34. Happy belated birthday, Jamie. Um, and she actually celebrated at Riva Bella in West Hollywood with a few of her friends. Uh, they included Jessica Alba and her husband, uh, Cash Warren, Emma Roberts and her BF, Evan Peters. Uh, obviously... Jamie's husband was there, Kyle Newman, and also Claudia Lee was there. Aww. So I thought that was nice of them to like include her, and she's that is. like a little younger. So, and, well, Emma's younger too. I was, I yeah. was, she was tweeting because obviously I followed her on Twitter, and she was tweeting, and I saw, I was like, wow, what an array of people. Of people, yeah, yeah. So, um, what else? Claudia Lee, speaking of her, um, she just did a photo shoot for a Canadian fashion designer, uh, Dahlia McPhee. Uh, she shot the 2013 spring summer lookbook and the whole concept of the shoot was underwater. Um, so we have some pictures here of examples of what Claudia Lee looked like. She is quoted saying, I was humbled when asked to participate in this underwater ethereal experience. I love Dahlia McPhee dresses and the great concept behind this project. On top of everything, a percentage of each dress sold from her website will be donated to water.org, a nonprofit I hold dear to my heart said Claudia. So uh, water.org is an organization that provides uh, clean water to people that don't really have access to it. Um, And I guess a portion of the dresses from this uh, particular season or I guess are going to go Cool. Towards that cause. Um, the designer said, My new collection is a little more sexy, a little more bold, and a lot more heart. Working with Claudia has been great. She has a timeless beauty. She does. And She's she really does. Pretty. She looks really pretty in all these pictures. We've seen her 
in person, person. obviously, because she came on our show and she's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, lastly, of course, everyone probably knows this, but the CW announced Friday that Ooh. Heart of Dixie will be coming back for a third season. Um, it's averaging about 1.5 million viewers per episode, which is not that great. But apparently what really got them that third season was the fact that they get a lot of online views. Okay. So that just is, I guess, speaking to the fact that, you know, online content these days can really help. Yeah, and I think a you. lot of people also check it out on Netflix. You know, if mm-hmm. you didn't originally watch the show and you hear good things about it, I mean, so I'm excited that they got picked up for a third season. So hopefully, yeah. Yeah. I mean, luckily, because this next episode seems like it's going to really be a cliffhanger yeah, or leave us hanging. Ending. I know, like, if that was the end of Heart of Dixie, I would kind of be like, what? Because they really, what? that would scary because they really had no idea when they were writing it and shooting it what was going to happen because they just picked no. it up again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not familiar with shooting a television show, but I wonder if they have something in the can that's kind of yeah. like an a ending. happier ending, a, a more bow tied on it kind mm-hmm. of deal. Yeah. Um, but luckily, we'll never find out because <laughs> we have season three. So it'll be a long summer waiting to see what happens with the love triangle that is. Zoe, Wade, and George. So, I guess we will get into predictions in regards to this. And now, your After Buzz TV prediction. prediction. <laughs> I don't really have anything serious other than I, I'm, I'm questioning George's motives going over to Zoe's house, as we saw in the preview. And I'm thinking... I don't know if he's there to, like, be mad at Zoe, and then he gets even more mad because she's the reason he's broken up and she's in bed with Wade. But it seems as though Zoe definitely is going to pursue George. That's my thing. I think she's over Wade. Wade's going to chase her, and she's going to chase George. I don't actually know what I really think is going to happen, but I'm going to say what I hope happens. Um, I know you guys don't agree, but that I hope that she and Wade didn't actually sleep together and he just put her to bed and slept next to her. Make sure she didn't um, throw up, hold her hair back. Yeah, you never know. You gotta. He could just be a nice guy now. Um, and I, I do think, though, that George is probably coming over to be angry mm-hmm. um, rather than to come over and be like, I love you too. Let's run away together on my boat. It would it'd make me very, very mad if that was why he was going over there because he was so adamant about the fact that he wanted to be with Tansy. And if he yeah. were to the minute the Tansy left to run to Zoe. And he also doesn't really know what happened at the dance, like, or at prom. She just, Tansy kind of came out and was like, I just still think, regardless of what you say, you still have feelings for Zoe. And didn't really explain the situation. And he didn't kind of see how it went down. So I think he's just going to assume the worst mm-hmm. about. Zoe. And side note, why is he just walking into her home when she's sleeping? Like, lock your door, especially when you're getting it on with Wade. You're home. But like, like she lives in like a a side yard. But okay, but they were at Wade's house, right? No, they were no. at her house. Oh, they were at Zoe's. Oh, okay. They all look the same That's when it was dark Yeah, outside, Wade but... has the glass doors and stuff, so okay. they walked into that doorway. And I would be very... I would be like, this is my, I know it's her whole home, but it's her bedroom. You don't just yeah. walk in unannounced when somebody's sleeping. Yeah. So maybe it isn't a fit of fury. Who knows? I predict that um, Brick and Shelby will not get married. That's my prediction. You don't think so? Do you don't think, think like, it's going to happen? Somebody's going to intervene or? I don't know. I just, I don't see it happening. I think it's too soon. Maybe they'll have a change of heart, realize that they're rushing into things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something's going to stop it. 
They also like didn't even address that in the previews. In the preview. I feel like that would mm-hmm. be another big event. We've already kind of had a wedding this season, so we don't need to. Well, they said they don't want a bluebell them. wedding because they're you know full of drama and stuff. Yeah. That maybe they will have a courthouse wedding. Maybe they won't have a courthouse wedding. I don't know. Now, quick question: At the very end, when Wade was in the car, the very end of the previews, was he with Lemon? Is that who it was? Who was Lemon. basically? Yep, and she still? said, "Do you love her?" Yeah, still? yeah. Do you still have feelings that's, for her? Mm. That's that's where the Lemon and Wade's coming in. No, no, no. See, no, no, no. Season three, Lemon and I don't think oh, so. Well, we will see, guys. Thank you for joining us again for our after show. As always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Cell. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at C. Archer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee LA. Thank you so much for watching, and don't forget to check us out next week for the finale of Heart of Dixie. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 